0: You're listening to A1R Psychic Radio, Earth's number one psychic radio network, and watching Moonstruck TV and Lightning Television. Welcome. Time for Amanda Hall Psychic with Amanda Hall. Live from Amanda Connect direct. In North America, dial 888 454 2751 In London, two zero three five one nine two one five eight. 2158 In Sydney, dial 2 8488 3147 Or online, contact us through our Facebook page. Facebook.com slash psychic radio science, radiocom or moonstruck.tv This is Amanda Hall Psych on A1R, the Ask One Radio Network. Welcome to A1R Psychic Radio here on Moonstruck TV with Amanda Hall Psychic all the way from the Gold Coast. I hope you're having an absolutely fantastic start to the new year, wherever you are in this amazing planet of ours. I mean, I, I know it's been a, you know, a huge start for lots of people and other people are sort of still trying to catch up and saying, oh yeah, here we go again another new year, another, another you know, time to sort of try and put some plans in motion, whatever it may be for you. It is a time of renewal. It is a time of brand new opportunities. It's a time to to reboot everything, to sort of look at things through a fresh set of eyes and don't sort of take things for granted. I think that's probably the one thing that we learned during COVID was you can't take anything for granted. One minute we're free as a burden, the next minute we're all locked up in a cage or locked up in our home. So, you know, we should never, ever forget that and take anything for granted. And I think we should all try and live each day to the fullest in every possible way. So I'm excited to announce this week's Simply Tarot Card of the Week. It's one of most people's favorites because it's connected to money. And isn't money one of the things that makes the world go round? We can say it doesn't, but it certainly does. So it's the card of money contentment. Or the card of signing a monetary agreement. Now, because it's the beginning of the year and I know a lot of people are going back into new contracts with their work and things like that. It can mean that for those people that are looking to sign a contract with work or into a new enterprise bargaining agreement or something along those lines connected with their their, their employment situation. But for many of us, it's just really rebalancing the the family budget, isn't it? I mean, you know, we've had a big spend up over the holiday season and now we've got to knuckle down and get the credit cards down and start to put money away for the remainder of 2024. So it's a time there where we can really sort of start to see where our money is going, where it's coming from. And for some people, it can be also a raise in money or an opportunity to consolidate things. I like this card. When I see this card come out, I always breathe a sigh of relief when I'm doing a reading for someone and I see this card come out because to me it's almost like, oh, good, we can all exhale now. Things are going to get a lot easier. Things are going to be more manageable. They're within striking distance of us being able to control things. And I think that's the important thing with, you know, the world in such uncertain turmoil with all the conflict that's going on around the world we just want a little bit of continuity we just want a little bit of time that we can sort of say i can breathe a little bit easier if you are signing a contract make sure that you read the fine print i'm a big stickler for anything that's very official or anything that's really important and concerning money i read it out aloud that way i find that if there is a mistake you pick it up where if you're just skimming over but reading it we tend to go too fast and we don't always look and do the sums. And I think that's important, even if it's only for a small amount of money, that we need to make sure that the the, the the monetary figures are correct. And it is also applies to anything legal or government that you may need be dealing with over this next week too. make sure you check the fine print. But overall, it's a very positive card, and a card of bringing more money towards us. Now, it's really, really interesting time now astrologically, because we've just had Pluto, the planet of transformation, who has been in Capricorn for a very, very, very long time, has just gone into Aquarius. Now, he entered Aquarius on the 20th of January, will remain there till September 1 this year, or the 1st of September if you're in my neck of the woods. So it's going to be a sort of a little short taste of what Pluto in Aquarius is going to bring to all of us. Now, I'm not saying that it's going to be easy and I'm not going to say anything like that because Pluto's going to be in Aquarius when he goes back in there after he has a little tiny sticks his toe back into Capricorn for a little bit of a time towards the end of this year before he starts his really, really long reign in Aquarius up to about um, Two thousand and forty, I think, if my memory serves me correctly. So he's gonna be there a very, very long time. Now Pluto is the planet of transformation. It's the it's the planet that digs underneath everything, gets in the crevices and looks at things um from the, you know, the darker side of things and tries to expose everything into the light. Now with the Aquarian energy, the Aquarian energy sometimes is a little bit ambiguous. Some people like the Aquarian energy and some people absolutely loathe it. The Aquarian energy is about shaking things up, is not allowing things to stay the same. So it's going to be interesting with Pluto coming here and being very slow moving, wanting to shake things up where the Aquarian energy is quite impatient and wants everything done yesterday. So I think it's going to be interesting as we see this unfold because it takes 224 years for Pluto to do one lap of the zodiac we don't have a lot in history to talk about with Pluto and Aquarius the only two things I could find was the American Revolution and the French Revolution now who's just who's not to say that we may not see some sort of revolutions around the world during the time when Pluto really beds into Aquarius I don't think it'll be happening this year but I think we're going to see some winds of change things are going to happen that are going to be unpredictable and they may very well be connected to things that we think are a sure bet like an election that we think certainly certain certain parties going to win and then all of a sudden out of nowhere the dark horse gets up. That's really the types of things that I believe that we can expect to see with Pluto in Aquarius. For mere mortals of the Aquarian zodiac sign it's going to be a time where you know you're really going to have to dig deep into your soul and see what needs changing and what you can let go of and what you can bring to the forefront. I know when Pluto went through Sag, it was a very uplifting time, but also a time of great upheaval. And for me personally, I learned a lot during that time when Pluto was in Sag. And I think it was a very maturing time, but it was also a time when you couldn't predict anything. You know, you could say that, okay, I've been working really, really well with this energy of Pluto. And Pluto didn't give up on that lesson till right till the last second so don't take anything for granted I suppose is my message there okay so the Sun is in Aquarius at the moment which is really nice because it's happy birthday to all the Aquarians now Pluto is actually holding hands or conjunct the Sun so Pluto is starting to give you a little bit of a sneak preview of what's to come just enjoy your birthday month just go with what feels right to you if it feels right do it if it doesn't then let it go I think that's probably the best mantra you can work with at the moment and then you'll find it a little bit easier to, to work with this very very powerful energy and plus being your birthday munch you want to get out there and shine a little bit do you not we also have um, mercury the planet of communication is conjunct or holding hands mars the planet of action is sitting in capricorn now this will directly affect capricorns tauruses virgos and the opposite sign of cancer for the rest of the eight signs it will be a lot less but with mercury here conjunct holding or holding hands with Mars means that communication is going to get quite fiery. It can be very intense. It can very be very deliberate. We have to be very careful at how we deliver the message. Now, Mercury in Capricorn is a little bit like the, the school teacher with the red pen that says you've either got a tick or a cross. So you have to be very, very careful here that how you communicate things, particularly in this next seven days, particularly for those four signs that I mentioned, make sure that your details are super, super correct. If something's wrong, fix it immediately. Don't just leave it to chance. Just don't hope that they'll not see that and, and gloss over the top because it'll end up causing more complications further down the track for you. Make sure everything is precise. We also have mercury in in capricorn is sitting in opposite or it's like a seesaw motion a pull push pull motion with the opposite sign of cancer with the moon the emotional planet sitting in cancer so it's interesting because you've got moon conjunct mars and both of those planets are sort of sitting in opposition to the to the emotion so it could be a very emotional issue that maybe you're dealing with that you have to find very careful ways of communicating. If it's a really important subject and you know it's going to be a bit tricky on the emotional front, don't go in like the bull in the china shop. Tread softly, softly, carefully, carefully, and then that way you'll get better results. If you go in there all bombastic and all guns are blazing, you won't get anywhere fast and it's just going to end up in an argument. And that's the last thing that we want. We don't want to see things ending up in a disagreement. Now, it's really, really interesting because we have lots of planetary configurations at the moment and a lot of them are going to feel quite intense. This next one is going to sort of lighten the load a little bit. And I want to bring this in for everybody, even though it will directly affect Pisces, Cancer and Scorpio and the opposite sign of Virgo. It will also affect the Earth signs, which is Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn. But it will also affect the opposite sign there, again, bringing in the Scorpio influence. So it's going to affect Scorpios probably a little bit more than it is the other signs. But it, it flows across to all the 12 signs. And Saturn is sitting in Pisces at the moment. So Saturn is the planet of discipline, of structure, of bringing some sort of um order to our lives but it's it's in a creative energy and it's sort of saying well let's find some creative solutions that maybe need a little bit of structure that maybe need a little bit of a helping hand to sort of just ground them so that we can get the absolute most out of what we're trying to achieve which is a very good thing at the moment and it's making a beautiful aspect which is known as a sextile to jupiter the planet of opportunity expansion and luck which is sitting in taurus now anything that sits in taurus is about What the things that are important to us, it's about our monetary values, it's about our values in life, it's about what's mine's mine, and I don't necessarily want to share it. And you know, that can be a little bit of a worry. But the most important thing here is that we have the structure to bring about the creative new blossoming ideas, and we have the opportunity to, to really expand them out in a, in a very, very big way, in a very practical, logical way that maybe, you know, if we've got to go and do the hard sell, or we've got to do a presentation, or we've got to get somebody on board to sort of come across with the funding, they're, they're really looking at what you've got to say and, and how you're presenting yourself. And the, the more professional and more polished you can come across, the better the chances are of you being able to achieve that. And it's good. So you know, there's lots of opportunities there. And that flows across to the 12 signs. If you've got something that you've got a presentation or something you want to ask your boss or something you want to bring about in your life, then make sure that you you try and do this in a positive sort of way at the moment. Don't look at it in such a negative. Look at it in a more positive way and say to yourself, this is where I want to be. This is how I'm going to present things, that things are going to be much easier than what they have been in the past, and I can bring them across in a positive sort of way now that I can sell what I need to sell to the people that are really taking notice. So it's a great time of of, of expansion, of opportunity, of being able to make your dreams start to become a reality. So please don't waste that. Don't waste this wonderful opportunity that's there for each and every one of us. Now we're going to take our first caller and it's Darlene in Winnipeg in Manabota in Canada. Are you there Darlene? What a pretty day. Uh, Yes, I am. Do you have a question I can work with for you Darlene? Sorry? Do you have a question I can answer for you? Um, Just a life question, I guess. <laughs> um... right. So you just want to generally, oh, okay, we've lost Arlene by the sounds of it. Well, I'll go ahead and do a reading for Darlene, even though it seems like we've lost her off the line. The first thing that they were showing me around you, Darlene, that this year you've got to go into the wishing well. There's many, many opportunities that are coming up for you. And it's like you've got to be really focused, really centred on what it is that you want to achieve this year. Don't scatter your energies and sort of dart all over the place with a thousand different ideas. You know, narrow the list down to, you know, three or four things that hopefully you want to achieve and then sort of put the one that is the most important or the one that you think that's going to gain you the best opportunity to achieve what you want to achieve in your life at the top of the list and work our way down. It's a time when things are really possible that they can come towards you very quickly. So you need to be very much on your your guard to make sure that what you're sending out to the universe is precisely what you want. Don't just throw things out there randomly because you might just get them and they may not necessarily be exactly what you're looking for. So it's important. I wish they'd stopped tickling me. Um, It's really important that you really focus on what it is that you need to bring into your life this year. The second half of 2024 is going to be even busier than the first half, if that's possible, because you are entering into a very, very busy period, darling, darling, where there's a lot of change, a lot of things are coming towards you. But a lot of these things are projects or changes that you set in stone or you started previously, maybe even as far back as early 2022. And now they're starting to to bear fruit. They're starting to come to fruition. So it's like, make sure that you put things in order of priority of the things that you need them to be. And don't sort of look at things as just because that wasn't as important in 2022, but now it's come towards the top of the list that it's not what we want it to be. You know, look at things for being in an order of priority prominence of what's the most important to you and shuffle the list around accordingly. They're also showing me a question mark around maybe a house move or some changes to the home that you're living in. In the second half of this year, I'm sort of looking more around August, September, October. I'll leave that with you because that to me was just a question mark. It was like I was asking you a question. Do you want to move? Have you been thinking about it or have you been thinking about making changes to your home? And it's like, it, the, the jury's still out. It's still undecided whether or not that's going to take place or whether it even needs to take place. But you're the only one that can answer that when the time comes, Darlene, and you will, and it's fine and it's good. We're going to move on now to Ashley in Providence in Rhode Island in the USA. Are you there, Ashley? Yes, I am. How are you? Hi, I'm very well, thank you, Ashley. How can I help you today? Do you have a question I can answer for you, sweetie? Yeah, my dad passed away almost three years ago now. I wanted to see if you had any messages for me. Okay. Look, I'm sorry that you lost your dad. Um, quite often, they can get a little bit nervous about coming through on the show, you know, because it's such a public forum. Is there anything in particular you'd like him to answer for you? Is there something that's troubling you or something you want an answer on? Yeah, I'm actually going through a pretty hard time right now. Um mm-hmm. going through a rough breakup. I have two kids. no nice. so anything just with the both okay. Well, I'm sorry people. to hear that. That's not, that's never easy. And it's always more difficult when you've got children involved because you've got to consider their needs and their welfare and what's right for them. And, you know, they sort of most of the time come first above us as mums. And that's the way it should be. It's really, really interesting. Was your dad quite sort of shy when he was here on earth? You know, like he didn't like to poke his nose in other people's business? Yeah. Yes, that's exactly it. I just want to make sure I've got the right person because I've got this man and I'm not saying he doesn't have an opinion. I'm just saying he he came across to me as being shy. Like, you know, he didn't poke his nose in unless it was asked for. You know, he didn't do it without being asked. That's why I felt it was your dad. he doesn't want to talk about that, he wants to talk about when he passed and he keeps saying to me that he wants you to to forgive yourself. So I don't know what that means. Did you feel that you didn't spend enough time with him or you didn't get there right at the end or something like that? He's very clear, he wants to say to you that it's okay. It's all right, he, he knows. Um, right before he passed, um, the, um, I saw him on the road and I didn't beat. It was maybe, right. we, we lived next door to each other and it was like two weeks before he passed and I saw him on the road mm-hmm. and I didn't beat and I was supposed to have him come to my new place and have dinner mm-hmm. with him and we just never got to do it. Yeah, well, he's telling you it's okay, stop worrying about it, it's okay, It's. He fully understands that he wanted to get that out. It was really important to him. As far as where you're going with the children, he keeps showing me that there's another change to come. He's telling me that he's with you. He sees everything that's going on. He's telling me that you're very strong. You know, you're still his little girl, but you're super strong and you're a good mum. And you know, that this is meant to be. Um, I don't know that he particularly liked your partner or your husband, he sort of keeps saying to me, well, that's that's good that that chapter's over. Um, and that's okay, he's allowed to have his opinion as a parent. So that's all right. But I know that there, after March, things are going to get a lot easier. So I'm not sure that the two of you are going to get back together again. I don't feel that. But I do feel that you're going to feel more peaceful in yourself and more settled in where you're going with the children and what's happening. So is there another move of residence coming up? Um, I really hope so. Um, I'm, that, I kind of gave myself until April, May to... Mm-hmm. Get out of where I am and start really getting off my feet. Mm. Well, they were showing me March, but I sort of felt towards the end of March. So that fits in with your timeline, April, May. It may be a couple of weeks earlier than what you'd hoped. And that's good because I feel then once we get you moved, I think we can get you moving forward again in your life where you need to be going. It's, 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 it's right it's you haven't made the wrong choice you know there's more money flowing back to you the children are more settled and i just think when you look back at the end of 24 you're going to say Oh, good, I made it. You know what I mean? I feel very together. I feel that every the decisions that you're making throughout the year are right. And you're going to look back and be very proud of yourself and how far you've come. But please just know that your dad's always with you. He's never not around you. He sees and hears everything. And just to have a conversation with him before you go to sleep if you're troubled about something and ask him for the answer to be put into your, into your head when you first wake up. But no, he's around you and he loves you and he misses you and he sends you a beautiful big bunch of pink roses. Anyway, sweetie, that's where we've got to leave it well i'm going to talk with shauna in mobile in alabama in the usa are you there shauna yes do you have a question i can answer for you sweetie um just whatever you're drawn to um more so of um like my current situation Okay. But a current situation is a very broad topic. You know, the first thing that they were showing me is right. these endings, change, transformation coming up around you. So obviously there's some big decisions that you need to make at the moment or decision you need to make at the moment. And they're showing me to me, it's very clear cut. It's like you've already made it. Let's just put the plan into action. So I hope that makes some sort of logical sense to you because they didn't show me what it was relating to. They were just showing me it was very definite, time for change. You've made the decision. Let's just execute it. Let's move forward. And that's good. I feel that your health to me hasn't been quite up to par recently, but I do feel that that's slowly starting to come back again and I feel comfortable with that. So whatever changes you've made in your life, keep going because the energy levels are starting to come right again. You're starting to feel as if your thinking's very clear and you feel like you're back. You'll be back to your old self again, and probably even a new improved version very soon. So I want you to keep going with that. Question marks everywhere. Have you been questioning your life right across the board, Shauna? About them what? Have you been questioning your life and where you're going? Yes. Yeah, because they're just showing me a series of question marks and they're showing me that some of those question marks don't have a definitive answer yet. It's like we don't have to have the answer to everything right this second. Let's just break it up into manageable pieces. And I think the first one is getting your life back on track which you're doing, there's one major decision you've already made that you've got to execute. But then I think the next step is just continuing on to get your health back to the best it can be. So that then that empowers you to then move on to the next one and then the next one and the next one. Why do I sort of feel a lot of people let you down in this last couple of years? No, they have. and <laughs> no, they have, okay all right, well, it's time to sort of shut the door on that too. They're they're, they're not really showing me anything majorly specific for you, Shauna, they're just showing me little grabs of things, you know, like, you know, whatever the major decision was that you need to execute, your health, and now that. And they're just sort of saying to me that you're so strong, you've got so much activity coming through from the other side, there's so many people all pushing and shoving trying to get through. But the general (laughs) consensus is, that they're all excited for you, that they're all excited that you're, you've taken your power back. You're back to being who Shawnee used to be, you know, forthright and determined and don't take any crap from anybody. And they're so excited about that. So you must have lost yourself there for a little while. I very much did. Yeah, well, you're back. They're showing hey, me they you're back in, back, in, back in the saddle. And that's good. Yep. What about, like, my, um? did I say anything about, like, the relationship that I'm in? Um, is it going to keep moving forward or? Yeah, look, I think it's going to keep moving forward, but I, I think it's always going to be a bit of a tricky one. It's not sort of one of those easy flowing, easy peasy ones. It's always like we're always fighting or, or struggling to get to the next part in the relationship. But once we've made that ground, it's solid. But it's like we've really got to work to get to that. Look, I don't think he's a bad person or anything like that. I just don't think he knows... Or understood what love is until he met you. And that's what he's struggling with is being able to share and express him how he feels and and to to do things to let you know that you are so significant and special in his life and he doesn't want anybody else but you. And you've really sort of, you know, if you can imagine him being a tight rosebud, he hasn't even really started to open up yet. We've got a couple of little petals that have opened, but I want to see it get bigger and, you know, go more into bloom. And that will happen. Over the next 12 months, I think we're going to see a, the the relationship itself really sort of starting to move forward again in a bigger way, you know, in bigger chunks now, not just little bits. It's going to be in big chunks, but he's a really lovely man. And look, there isn't anything he wouldn't do for you within his capabilities. He truly does love you. And he keeps saying, I just keep seeing someone keeps chiming in from the other side and I don't know who it is, but they keep saying to me that you saved this man's life. I did. Your partner. Yeah. That's what they keep saying to me. Don't forget that he is so grateful for that, that you saved his life and he will never, ever, ever forget that. And he feels that he can never repay you for that. So but, you know, look, that's lovely. But I think now let's just sort of enjoy each other and make some decisions together and, you know, really bring your lives together so that you can enjoy this amazing relationship. So it really, really is very, very special. And it's something that I think you both deserve, Shauna. Um, you know, he brings as much joy to you as you do to him. So that's a good balance. I don't think either of you have walked an easy path. Not at all. Yeah. You know, it's like he... for him to show it because he's so because he's scared. Yeah. He's been hurt. Yeah, but, you know, you've both had a difficult life in different ways, you know what I mean? You can you can sympathise and empathise with each other without sitting there and having a pity party. I don't mean that. You're both incredibly strong, but I'm just saying I don't think there's many other people on the planet that could have walked in either one of your sets of shoes and survived. So, you know, you really need to acknowledge that and, and uplift each other. But, look, I wish you every happiness. I know that this is going to be a beautiful, Thank ongoing you. relationship, Shauna, and life. Is going to become even more beautiful as the years go as the years go by. Anyway, that's where we're going to leave Shauna now. We're coming close to the end of the show, and this week I want to sort of um, emphasise the fact that here in Australia on Friday we we're, we're celebrating Australia Day, which is a big day for us. It's like your Fourth of July overseas, and it's a it's a, a day where we all become very patriotic and get our we call them thongs, which are rubber shoes that you have a little that are like a jandal or a a summer sandal. But we call them thongs here in Australia that everybody has, you know, thong throwing competitions, they put some sausages on the barbecue or some chops or some meat of some kind, all those sort of things. It's a day that we get out and we celebrate being Australian. And because we are becoming more multicultural, we have many, many different activities now that come into being Australian. But I want to leave you with a song this week for those that are regular viewers of my show. You'll know each week I leave you with a song that has some sort of significance or some special importance. And this week I want to leave you with one of Australia's biggest exports and one of my favourite singers, and. This man really sort of sold Australia to the world and he did the song many, many times here in Australia, but it was written about his grandfather and his father and his time growing up as a little boy and when he went on to travel the world and really had no place he called home, but he still called Australia home and he married a woman with an interesting face. I'm talking about the one and only Peter Allen. And I want to leave you with a song that he wrote about his family and his life called Tenderfield Saddler. And I've seen him sing this live, and I've also seen him sing it many, many times with Olivia Newton John. But my ultimate favourite is Peter Allen just sitting at the piano, belting out this song, just being him, and just really seeing the emotion in his face of this very, very beautiful song. And it's called Teterfield Saddler. So, to all the Aussies hats that are overseas and going to be a little bit homesick on. January 26. We'll we'll still love you and we'll still celebrate with you and we'll hold you in our hearts. So until next week, happy Australia Day to everyone. Bye for now.